Welcome back um, Undecided Future. We have the whole Undecided Future. Everybody in Undecided Ooh. Future. We got them all. <laughs> How's it going, everyone? Should we go one by one, or you guys just want to all say it at once? We're doing, doing great. <laughs> speak for the group. Just speak We're for doing the group. Great. Speak for the whole group. I'm going to go real quick here. I like the oh, shirt. The, what was that, 1933 shirt? 93. 93, 1993. Hey, yeah. good year. That's a good year. It's a lot of good people born that year. Yeah. A lot of good people came oh, out. Yeah? Of a lot of good people. Um, Name three of their albums, bro. Yeah, Name three. three albums, bro. Three of, three, oh, 1993. Three people born from... Uh, uh, people born from 1993. I can name all my albums, trust oh, me. Yeah? <laughs> all my albums. All zero of them. That was I dig... Dig the headband. Dig the headband. I have the same one. I should I should pull it out, but I don't have it right next to me. Thanks, just want to uh, say, want to point out the clothing that I dig. All right, I just want to point out the clothing. My that sponsors I dig. are gonna be happy. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> He's wearing your merch, right at the top there. Matt's wearing your merch. There you go. So uh, I want to start off for people that either maybe don't know a lot about your band or something like that. How did you guys come together? And because you guys, when you're on stage and stuff like that, have so much chemistry and, and really work well together. So how'd you guys come together? Yeah, we actually all met in high school. Um, we were like eighth and ninth graders and we just like literally randomly kind of like became friends. Some of us like had some classes together and we all just couple, we, we started jamming at Matisse's house. And then um, eventually, I think by the end of, by the end of like ninth grade, we just, formed a band and we just like started hitting it off from high school that was that does that make sense yeah just friends <laughs> from the beginning that's great that's probably yeah the and then uh, nine years like nine years later we're all still kicking it still jamming still making music so yeah and I, the the music guys make is so upbeat and so like it has like a retro feel to it um very 90s-esque i would say is that where you get a lot of your inspiration from for your music? Totally. Actually, we started playing ska music when we first got together. We played oh, really? Whole range. But um, Matt's got a really poppy voice, and I feel like we're all, like, super interested. We actually came from, like, a wide range of backgrounds in music, but we've all, like, really gotten into, like, like soul and, like, R&B music recently, and after we, like, just kind of come into the vibe. It's just, like, the most fun music to make, honestly. Yeah, yeah I definitely feel like the '90s. A lot of oh, okay, that fucking um, <laughs> the '90s music. Um, like a lot of the hip hop um, is like definitely influenced us nowadays. Because I never thought we'd be going more into like a modern like hip hop, pop, um, contemporary kind of lane. But it's interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, speaking of the hip hop. Especially my, like you're talking about that old hip hop '97. You have them joints is part of your thing. I was gonna bring that up a little later, but it's transitions right into that. Um, he helped. Produ he's helped producing 
the new uh, new music and is it uh his label you're signed to that you made us what we are is that his label or what is that yeah, exactly it's a label he created for the artist that he's like closest to that he's working with right now so con is an artist on his label stallone undecided future and keydron just got added to his label which is super cool yeah so how did how did that partnership come about we actually got connected with a girl named carmony who's a modeling and talent acting uh she runs an agency basically for modeling and talent um so we became connected with her and instantly hit it off over like a dinner one night and then she said hey i really want you guys to meet dem joints i think there could be something uh worthwhile here and then we all went to the studio at dem's place in chatsworth over in la and then we i think we just made a song that day we met him and then we that the song was it he was um yeah we made thump the first time we met him yeah and then um yeah. we felt the vibe and um we connected with him right then and there and we started making music with him and um kind of built this really awesome friendship with him that's amazing yeah, and now fast forward fast forward two years later um we got uh, Keydron Bryant is now working with You Made Us What We Are, and he got uh, our label and him partnered with Warner Records. So Keydron's working with Warner and a bunch of people, and uh, we've been lucky enough to actually work on a lot of his tracks that he's been dropping, and we uh, just did one that was on Good Morning America with Keydron. There's a cover of Mercy Mercy Me for this EP with uh, ESPN's Undefeated. Oh, wow. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. I, Big was, moves. Yeah, what was your reaction when you heard that he's getting partnered with Warner? That's huge. Yeah, we were just like, dang, like this thing, this thing's taking I mean, off. Crazy. We actually woke up one day and we're like, hey, did you guys see that Dem Joints is viral now? And we're like, checked out this video that Dem made with uh, Keydrin. I don't know if you guys saw it, but that's kind of how they got connected as well, like Dem and Keydrin. And then LeBron reposted their video and like so many other huge influences. It's kind of insane. Dr. Dre, of course. Um, yeah. So that was like crazy for like for us to see. And then he said he had like like all kinds of labels coming into him after that. So I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, I was just I was just looking over some of the people he's worked with, and there was like Anderson Pack, Eminem, yeah. Kanye, uh, mm -hmm. Schoolboy Q, Pusha T. Like all these. I was like, wow, that this guy's been around for a while. This is this is a yeah. huge huge deal. Rihanna. Yeah, he's, Rihanna, he's crazy. Jackson, the crazier yeah. thing is that the crazier thing is that he's just like so humble and so cool, and like he really treats our whole label like family. So anytime Keydron's got something, like he tries to get like the whole team involved in it, and it's like it's such a beautiful thing to be a part of like his situation because he's just so like down to have everybody contribute. You know, he's just like so ready to have like all of us on board, which is so nice. Really interesting because. I feel like you don't see that with most labels. Everyone, I mean, a lot of people collaborate, but um, with, I mean, with Keydron and us, it's kind of interesting. We're kind of like filled in as his like backing band and like, um, har like some harmonies, backing band, and then he's kind of just taking the lead. And I think that's the first time we've ever done that for an artist, and it's pretty, pretty cool to start doing that. Absolutely. And so with the current climate we're in now, has the current situation changed how you guys are doing things or had any effect on the music what is it like trying to make music right now 
So when quarantine actually started, we were um, doing uh, sessions through Zoom because we each have our own uh, studios at our own house. Um, so we're just doing that through Zoom. We were actually doing some sessions with uh, Dem as well through Zoom um, for a little bit. Um, but then we started kind of just meeting up. Um, but um, recently we haven't been making too much music um, for like a, or any, any specific purpose, just kind of like for fun. But recently we've been just working on this videos and content and like a bunch of other stuff. Cause we have a bunch of songs that are ready to go and just need like videos and visuals and stuff right, like that right now. So, but we're actually trying to make some new music pretty soon. I think tomorrow we're meeting up actually to work on some new stuff. So I'm really excited. Yeah. But I guess like that, that Zoom situation was kind of cool because we like, we were able to all work remotely. Like, so I would send vocal tracks, Nick would send keys and harmonies and like Matisse would send his drums, like Cole would send guitar, Chris would send bass and we'd all send them into like a, a joined Dropbox that we all had. And then Dem would be on the other side sharing his computer screen, just mixing it all on Pro Tools. So it was like we were all like working remotely on tracks. And I guess like we were one of the only people doing that in the beginning, like no one had thought to like set up Zoom recording sessions. And I guess like somehow we got the attention from uh, Dre that we were doing that. And so Dre actually sat in on one of our Zoom sessions in the beginning of quarantine and just like kind of saw how it operated, like helped out on the song that we were working on. But it was kind of cool, like just being like we were just like ready to not let it be an excuse. Yeah. And so we just like kept going with it. So. Yeah, kind of used to the technology. At the beginning of quarantine too, like, cause we were playing a lot of shows before, so obviously like, cuts off our shows completely. So I remember like we'd be kicking it on Zoom anyway. Like I remember like we'd be like, yeah, yeah. Getting, like having drinks or whatever, like playing uh, Jackbox, just hanging like separately. It's so hilarious. Oh, but Jackbox, awesome. that's that's great. So you guys, between team bonding and the zoom stuff we're always in link with each other even when you couldn't be obviously meeting up and doing stuff like that oh yeah and we have like the most annoying group chat known to man so that definitely... <laughs> <laughs> so do we um so what would you say out of so it sounds like you guys had a plan pretty quickly but what would you say the most difficult part of all of it was other than obviously not being in the room like was it getting timing down between instruments or what would you say that the most difficult part was having to do it through zoom hmm. i think Honestly, the, like, the vibe low key, low key it's kind of easier it's different it's like if we're all in a room with dem joints dem is going to be able to sometimes offer us more ideas because like dem is like really cool in the way we'll He'll be like, oh, Cole, play like a diddly 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 or some like random ass thing on guitar. And I'll be like, oh, I never thought to play that. And I'll, yeah, I'll just do that. But with Zoom, it's kind of just like you go, you go in your own zone, send your tracks, and it works really well. So it's like both ways are effective. But I don't know. It's, I think the creative vibe, that's what's the difference. It's just like maybe there's more like vibe when we're all together, you know? Yeah, I was going to say, it sounded like you guys, it's one of those, that meeting could have been an email type thing. So you're like, yeah, it's actually much easier to do it. Just everybody do it on their own and send it in. Um, yeah. So I really wanted to talk about, I know it was a couple of years ago now, but the best cover ever, um, the episode with Jason Derulo. So how did that happen? Like, did, who pointed it out to you? How'd you find it? How'd you get involved with that? That was our old manager. And... Um... 
just happened. Like he was like, hey, you guys should make a video because I know this guy who's got this show on YouTube. And so we kind of just had like a day to pull it together, did it. And then next thing we know, they invited us out to the YouTube space. And then honestly, they shot in like a weekend, like it was over. It was a really quick, but cool experience. It was right in the, the studio for a full, full weekend. You get it all done and it's all that. Um, with Jason Derulo, you made a, the cover with him. How was that experience working with somebody that, you know, is very, very big in the music industry? It was super fun. Um, we actually, um, so first off, we have to do that. We have to do the audition video, which was not the one that we sent him, but um, mm -hmm. we had to perform in front of him, Ludacris, for the first time. Yeah. And we know we were performing for them that day. And, uh, and they just kind of sprung it on you. Yeah, yeah. It was really crazy, actually. Um, definitely very nerve wracking, but it was really, really fun. Um, so I think I, I think that kind of like calmed us down a little bit. So when we did the video with uh, Jason later, we were like super like, yeah, this is super easy. Like we got the, like we just won the show. Like hell, like yeah. <laughs> so like it was actually like a the cooler. Oh, uh, you're super quiet now. Yeah, we kind of lost you there. Can you hear? Can you hear me? Yep. 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 There you go. There you are. I was gonna say like one of the cooler things taken away from that experience too was like not only like working with him because that was really cool, but also like working with like Ricky Minor and like all these people that are like super big on like more of the actual like music side of things. Cause like when we were producing and working on the track for uh, Want to Want Me, we were going through, um, I think it was, was it Atlantic or was it Capital? Capital. That they recorded, Capital. Yeah, they recorded like a bunch of stuff at Capital with Ricky Minor. And that was like, honestly a cooler thing to see like our project get flushed out by like something bigger, you know? That was really an interesting thing to be a part of. Yeah. Really quick, uh, before we go to the next one, what made you pick a Jason Derulo song? It just wasn't Katy Perry. So. Well, we actually, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what? Not that. Charlie Puth. <laughs> I feel like looking back, we should have ch chose Charlie Puth. But we're like, Charlie, nah. And then we're like, Jason, he seems like a chiller. Let's go. Yeah, so, we're, like, we're like, just go basing off of like song choice and vibe. Mm -hmm. of but Charlie Puth seems yeah. so, so when it came to that, they told you like who's gonna be there, and they said choose one of these artists. Oh, it was like I, oh, that's how yeah. how it was like. Well, they, they were filming online on YouTube, and there's like a bunch of different artists. It, they had it for like they had the artists, and then they also had like very specific. You had to cover trumpets first, for example. So like every oh, artist yeah. was like, hey, you have to cover this Charlie Puth song if you're doing Charlie Puth. You know what I mean? So, Interesting. Yeah. It seems okay. like something we can make funky, so let's just do it. You know? No, I the cover yeah. of trumpets was great. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I loved the, I loved all the covers that you guys did. I like the I like I said I like the very upbeat and uh, like the '90s funky vibe. I really do like it a lot. And hell yeah! I mean, music like should be like a really positive release. So like, I feel like that's like our positive release to the world is like our music. So. Absolutely. And you guys said on your website that you, you know, work and do shows for a lot of different local charities around um, LA area. And what are some of those charities and how did you guys get so passionate about getting involved in that? We've played a lot. We've played, a, I'm pretty sure, like a, a Down syndrome and a breast cancer awareness. Um, one was at the time. Um, Angel Stadium. Angel Stadium. That's what it was. Yeah. Angel Stadium, that was actually crazy. And then we actually played like 
we played just a bunch here and there. And we talk about kind of just opportunities that came to us, and we just know, like, these are opportunities for us to, like, do the right thing and, like, you know, just keep widening our audience, too. Yeah, do something good for the world. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Honestly, some of those shows have been like the most fun too. Chris's first yeah. show. Yeah. Also, like some of. The- oh yeah, was Rad Camp this year, and we played that last year too. But that's like literally like the most lit crowd we've ever played in front of, and it's just like genuine like connection between us and the audience, and the, the kids are like banging on the tables and stuff, and it's so like it's crazy. It's so like so it's actually really fun. Now you guys. I mean, obviously, try to bring the vibe every time you come out. Um, how much more fun is it when it's like that, where, like, you're bringing the vibe, but the crowd's giving it right back? Like, just everybody's working the together. Change the entire, like, show, yeah. like, around. Like, depending on what the show is, obviously. But if there's a huge, like, audience reaction, like, we're just going to play completely, like, not different, but, like, way better. Or sometimes like low-key like too much adrenaline and i'll I'll, like start like rushing like on drums that's just me (laughs) no but it it, it definitely like adds a whole new element to it so so you guys have an excellent following how do you promote yourself how do you promote your music obviously now you have people that help you but like even when you're first starting how did you promote yourself it's really just us playing a lot of shows local shows and just word of mouth telling our friends always you know being annoying, telling our friends we just dropped a song, you know, just being consistent. We've just we've been doing this for nine years and we just have been playing probably more than like 500 shows together. And um, yeah, we just, it's, it's really word of mouth. We have barely, we haven't put any money into advertising, which we want to, but we just don't know where to put it yet, you know? But um, I, think we, I think we have a few times. Like a, hundred, a couple hundred bucks, but nothing serious, you know? Yeah, crazy. Um, but I think also like the the content we've also like over the past like years like we've always tried to like provide some kind of like concept for a vibe you know whether it be a song or a project so or just make it fun and like either funny or like just something that'll grab your eye you know. Yeah, speaking of which and grabbing your eye, outfits that you guys have. At what point did you guys develop that style? Like, obviously, you guys are all good vibes, and your Spotify headers got some really awesome outfits in it. At what point did that get recommended, or like whose idea was to like fit the outfits like that? Because those are some awesome outfits. I appreciate that. I think we, I think we, we took inspiration from Matisse. I would say so. Matisse was always vibing out in some crazy outfits. We're like, oh dang, he gets so much crazy attention when we're like walking in public with his massive fur coat. <laughs> so Matisse is this the style icon of the group? In a way. <laughs> in a way. Yeah, actually, I think we all have our own like styles. Um, I just think mine's like kind of loud sometimes, um, but I appreciate that for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I think we're all like, we all we all got our own thing going on because I feel like. Uh, something that a lot of people tell us like is like oh i like that you all like have your own like you know different you know style that's what i liked a lot about a lot of older bands like rippling fire and um the whispers and all that kind of stuff like they all just have their own thing going on you know so if anybody's out there looking they can find you on spotify river b nation bands in uh bands in town instagram twitter facebook i imagine all three social medias right uh youtube where else can they find you uh, we're on Twitter. We're we're pretty dumb on Twitter. It's a good one. <laughs> <I'm> on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and you guys have anything coming out? Anything you want to promote? We have a new music video and a song coming out probably within the next month or two. It's called Condensation. So a little sneak peek right there. That's the name. Hopefully it's come out by the time this interview comes out. <laughs> That'd be great. Time Obviously. it perfectly. Same day, same, same time. Day, same time. Exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, um, but we're also we're also doing this uh, virtual tour. So we actually traveled from. Uh, I think they told you in the beginning, but we we did that tour from San Francisco to Portland. Mm -hmm. And right now we're actually going to be filming the L.A. and Santa Ana ones. So the San Francisco one just came out, and we're going to be filming the L.A. and San, uh, Santa Ana ones pretty soon. So really quick with that virtual tour. So you're saying you're going to this, this, and this. How is that working exactly? Like, are you, you're traveling there, and you have, like, a stage that you're doing and then putting it out there? So we actually hopped in a van, um, like a 15-person van, um, about two to three weeks ago, and we literally, like, took five days out of the weekend and a little bit of a week, and we started from San Francisco, from here, slept in. Did we sleep in Portland that day? Yeah. <laughs> or Sacramento? Uh, yeah, something, something like, that. like that. Yeah. And then the next day we drove to Portland, just driving. Next day, shot in Portland and Seattle at the same day. And then the next day we just started making our way back. Awesome. It was crazy. That <laughs> sounds crazy. It sounds that sounds great though. Is it easier to do it that way, seeing as, I mean, there's obviously setup and everything, but is it easier to do it that way because there's not as much that goes into the show with people not coming in? Yeah. That's definitely that's definitely a big part of it. Um, well, actually, you never know, because in some way it could be easier because there's like equipment there for us to just plug in. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, our setup was like um, pretty awesome. It was like literally just a computer interface that has a, enough channels for all of us i think it was like eight channels or 16 channels i don't even know 16 channels. yeah also just like overall safety it just made more sense to like do it this way just with everything that's going on like you know just like made more sense for our safety and for like everybody like not having super close quartered shows yet and once we can figure out how to do like a more like distance show we've done a couple so far um but yeah we want to set it up more so we can have like an actual live show for people next time that's awesome. Where can people find these shows? YouTube. You find it YouTube, on baby. All on YouTube. Great. Awesome. Yes, Perfect. The so only fun. thing we can really do at the moment tour. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or just Undecided Future. <laughs> <laughs> so follow them on everything. Go to uh, UndecidedFuture.com to find all this stuff. You can find all their pages and stuff like that. Guys, thank you again. Everybody here, thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Thank you so it. much. Thanks for having me. Take it down my way Give a new definition to the highway So good that we ain't even need to drive